Hello, good morning, or good evening, wherever you are. This is the podcast for screw-ups. This is Wally. Um, today's a hard one. Tough, tough, tough. Good Lord. Um, uh, broken, brokenness, um, failure, uh, sin. Uh, I'm struggling today because of some sin from yesterday. Uh, it's all been confessed. Uh, now I got to turn away. Uh, I, I'm disappointed in myself. You might say, well, why hadn't this come up? Um, maybe I don't always notice my sins. Maybe I don't always uh, want to talk about them. I don't want to talk about today, um, but I'm on this journey of being honest and telling the truth and sharing it, so I'm doing that. Um, this won't be a fun one for me. Uh, generally... I would skip today. Um, if I could run, I would run today. Um, if I could lay in bed all day today and watch movies and eat, I would do that today. Um, those are not proper responses. Um, they have been responses before. Um, as you can hear, I'm up walking again because i got to get up and go again. I have work to do, and I'm thankful for that, and I'm thankful I woke up this morning um, because um, sin is real, and it's a real trouble for me sometimes. Actually, all times probably, but um, I, I think about sin in this way that sometimes it's premeditated, that you think about it all the way up until you do it. And then sometimes sin sneaks up on you. Um, and the last day of VBS caught me. Uh, you know, you get tired. I struggle in tired times with sin. Uh, then sometimes work can get you. Uh, I was very frustrated about some things that happened at work yesterday. Um, it's just culture and how things are. And I'm new to it. So I'm not used to it, and I don't think it's right. Um, it's just not worth it sometimes there uh, to me because of how people act. Uh, and there's some ways people have been acting better, um, which is shocking. But um, I left work yesterday, and that's probably where sin started for me yesterday. I came home, and I was just fussing. Um, and the people that catch the fussing sometimes are the people closest to you. So, you know, I have to make apologies today. Um, uh, so, it's the same thing um, with the person I was joking with too much. Uh, you know, I apologize to him. Uh, I, it, there's some ways that sin... Um, knocks you off your high horse and there's a tension of well how bad should you feel you know because I feel shameful and um, guilty um, 
and it is forgiven if you confess. Um, he did die for it and pay for it. But the tension for me is, what do you do? And here's the thing. You can't pay for it. You can't work it out. You can't. Um, and I know that people who are Catholics um, think that paying a penance, um, you know, fixes things. I personally don't believe that's true. Um, I, I used to play this game with God um, when I worked at the Bend. Uh, I was doing youth in college there, and uh, I did a lot of jobs there. Um, I cut the grass. I cleaned the building. I preached sometimes. Um, I, did co I did a college thing there. I did a youth thing there. And not many people came to any of it, um, but I worked hard. And sometimes I would cut that grass or clean that building and say, this makes it right, my sin. Here's the thing, it doesn't. The only thing that can pay for sin is that sacrifice and that blood that Jesus spilled. See, that sin of last night for me and yesterday for me, um, it's already been paid for because of Jesus. Um, and, you know, that's the first place to start with feelings of sorry and uh, asking for forgiveness is from him because him and him alone had I sinned against. Um, and the thing about one sin is that one sin can lend to two then it can be a streak. Then it can be a season. Um, and I don't want a season like that anymore. Um, but uh, I don't want to wallow in my sin, too. Sometimes I've done that. Uh, so there's a tension for me. And I, you know, I'm working out my salvation with fear and trembling. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out how to live this life for the Lord. Uh, I still fail. And I'm a performer. Um, not everyone is. Sorry about that. I, that was a little heel. Uh, um, I've always been somebody who wants to perform, to do my best. Uh, that's not some line. Uh, it's really how I am. Uh, and it's dangerous because we all fail. We all struggle. We all stumble. We all fall down. So how you deal with that and critiques, you know, uh, in this job, the current job that I'm in, I've gotten in more trouble at a job than I have ever before. And a lot of it is because it's so new to me. I mean, I don't, I never have done anything like it. And there's no grace in it. Um, 
There's no kindness in it. There's no, um, you're doing a little better. It's never that. It's always that it's wrong, it's wrong, it's wrong. And I think systems protect you. And I think they're a good thing. But systems are harsh sometimes. Um, <clears throat> and uh, the culture of a job can let you know whether or not you want to be there. Um, and I can say this about my job. It's very hard uh, on me. Uh, the heat is hard. You know, like yesterday it was above 90 in the place where I work. Um, and I'm not in the outside as much as one other guy. Uh, he's always in the outside. And then I know people have it worse. They're in the direct sun, um, where it was more than 90 yesterday. Um, <clears throat> so somebody always has it worse. That's always true of everything. You don't have it the worst. And I'm not making excuses. I'm talking about elements around things that sometimes help in that sin track that you're headed down. Uh, I'm sorry for laughing there. It's just, it's funny. I never heard anybody talk about stuff like this. Um, and people don't want to expose their sin, and I don't want to expose my sin. I'm not trying to confess exactly what I did. Um, sin equals death. That's the smallest sins to the biggest sins. Um, if you want to rank them, some sins have more consequences. Um, you know, here's the thing somebody still had to pay for them. And his name is Jesus. And he was a spotless lamb. He never sinned, um, and yet he gave his life for people that don't deserve it. And that's so confusing in a way. That's such a God paradigm that uh, he forgives us. Um, and the place to take your sins is to him. And uh, if you truly love him, it's hard. Um, there's, I'm going to read a couple, I'm going to read a passage to you today. Um, we're going to jump out of Philippians, I apologize. Uh, my plan wasn't to sin. <laughs> and and tough to talk about it. But <clears throat> in the manner of honesty, here I am. Uh, it's Psalms 51. It's when David gets caught in sin uh, from Bathsheba um, and you know the consequence that comes out of that is a baby dies uh, it's got to be carnage in his life uh, marriage wise I'm sure he's married to somebody else I'm sure he's plural wife guy uh, I, I, I can't say that because I'm not sure but uh, he definitely saw her uh, he definitely wasn't doing his job at the moment he definitely went and got her. I'm sure she was a fox, uh, whatever you want to say, for a beautiful lady. Um, 
you know, he had his, her husband killed by pushing him to the front of the battle. Um, you know, it's bad stuff for a man after God's own heart. That's what David's known for. Um, Psalm 51 is, uh, it's a uh, heart's cry, I think. And uh, there are two songs that I think are really good. Um, one is by Charlie Peacock. Uh, he didn't make many albums, I don't think. It looks like he's made some in the future or whatever. I, uh, I listened to him way back, West Coast Diaries, that kind of thing. Uh, <coughs> so, Psalm 51, for him, uh, and it starts off exactly as the psalm does. It says, Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love. And he's crying out, singing. Um, and then Keith Green uh, Creating me a clean heart, O oh God. They're both straight out of the Psalms, uh, 51. Uh, I couldn't find any new ones. I, I didn't really look really hard, but I couldn't find any right off the bat. My first little Google search. Um, it's not a subject that the church likes to deal with. Uh, I'm not really sure why, because everybody struggles. Everybody sins. It's one of those things that we all have in common. Uh, so I wish that we dealt with it. And maybe you say, well, maybe they deal with it in Sunday school or small groups. or And it does happen. Like um, the, uh, the way Lifeway does the student materials and children's materials is they're trying to go through the whole Bible. Uh, so when you go through the whole Bible, you catch sin stuff. Uh, and in the Old Testament, you know, it's real exposed, uh, and it has been. It's come up a few times in teaching, uh, and I've been thankful for it, that that it gets taught some in the church. Uh, it's the same thing, the reason why preachers don't talk about divorce a lot. Uh, there's a famous preacher in the South I can't recall his name right off the bat right now, but he had one of those deep-sounding voices. He was fun to listen to. Uh, I, I heard him speak one time in person. Uh, I heard that he used to preach about divorce, um, and then his daughter um, got divorced and got remarried, um, and his the way he preached about it changed. Uh, you know, that happens. Uh, and, you know, um, I, I don't want to make anybody feel bad either. Um, I, divorce happens. And one reason why it happens is because of the hardness of the heart. And it's not just one person's fault uh, ever, I don't think. Uh, I think there are elements that make it be one person's fault sometimes when people beat people and go crazy if that happens I, I think it does but some people may not um, uh, and I don't you know you don't want people to feel bad um, you know divorced people may be givers <laughs> um, and you know you gotta you gotta think about that
and I'll tell you something about new churches. Um, a new church attracts people who are turned off by the church sometimes. Um, and one of those groups is divorced people um, because they feel um, it's tough to go back to church. And what do you do if you're a couple at a church and your wife gets to stay there and you don't? You know, you have to go seek somewhere else with your new family and maybe new girlfriend or wife or whatever it's going to be, you know. Um, so there's a lot of hurt in all that. Uh, and I, I empathize with preachers. Um, but their call is to preach the word in season and out of season. Uh, that's the call. And the scripture um, is really dangerous. Um, and as a teacher, you know, that whole millstone around your neck, if you mislead people, and if you want to go Spurgeon, you know, people love to quote Spurgeon. Uh, uh, the The blood will heap up on the doorstep if you don't teach the right stuff and he in that particular scenario I think he's talking about election um, and I've heard one person ever preach on Romans 9 um, I've heard a pastor who was a Spurgeon loyalist but he didn't believe all five points uh, five points you can look it up I'm not trying to teach theology um, it's a place of five points is a man-made um, theology. Um, the other side of it is free will. Um, I w here's what I'll say about all that and what freed me up about all that. And I think the free will way is wrong um, because I don't think you get to heaven and say, hey, I made the right decision. I don't think it's based on you. I don't think dead people um, pick. Now, there's a tension there about what part we play in that. Um, but I just don't think Jesus will say, wow, I didn't think you were going to make it. I just don't think that happens. Uh, so that part of all the, all the little conversation that goes on with that, um, you don't do it on your own. You don't regenerate on your own. You don't become alive on your own. Dead men do not wake up on their own. Something supernatural has to happen. Um, and I don't care about the debate. I don't care about fighting about it. Um, I don't care about telling people that they're wrong. Um, I just believe what I believe. And... There are churches in the, they would reject me because I said what I said. Um, I don't know what their response is because uh, they don't want to talk about it. Um, they don't preach Romans 9. Um, and if you wonder about sin, uh, uh, read Romans 6, 7, and 8. And see if it's not a problem for somebody who's a superior believer who wrote, who God used to write 13 books in the Bible. Look and see the struggle 
that Paul had about sin. Uh, it's a real thing. It's just real, you know. Um, and yet, how do you deal with it? My head feels low today. I don't feel like I'm in momentum. Um, I really want to run. I really want to just get in my car and take off and blow up my life. I've done that before. And I don't think it's always been because of sin, but it's sin when I do it. <laughs> um, And today I'm talking to you about it. Um, sometimes I'm broken. Uh, sometimes I want to cry. Uh, if I could find sackcloth and ashes, I would get down in it today. Um, and yet, he says... If you confess your sins, he is faithful and just to forgive you of all unrighteousness and cast it as far as the east is from the west. If you confess. And don't just confess. I used to be the king of confession. Uh, turn away. Repent. Um, they talked about Jonah. Uh, I've told you what I think about making fun of people in the Bible. Um, I don't like it. Jonah did make an error. He did sin. He ran away. And uh, calamity fell on the ship that he's on. And he got thrown into the sea. And then a fish, or a whale, or whatever you want to think, swallowed him up. And then he confessed. He got spit out. And then he did what he was called to do. And then he was sad about it because he knew God was going to redeem him. And he didn't like it because he didn't like them. That's part of the reason why he didn't want to go is because he didn't like them. <coughs> um, sometimes it's tough to do what God tells you to do. But I was thinking about this this morning. I'm back at that place where I can hear the water. You know, he still loves despite myself. I may have blown the cool of the day. Just like Adam and Eve. I may have ruined it. And yet, he still lets me live. He doesn't kill me. He doesn't crush me. If sin equals death, and I get what I deserve, I would have not woke up this morning. You know, but I did. And here I am. And I'm telling you, you got to know how to deal with your sin. Uh, it came as a, uh, a shock to me. It's the same kind of feeling that you have when you let sin roll down the hill like a snowball um, that you can get so far away that sin can take you further than you want to go. Um, 
I was shocked as an early believer of my sin. Because, you know, there's that feeling of, I don't want to come back to church. I don't want to come back to anything that's God-related because I can't do it. You can't. On your own, you can't. But because of Him, you can. Because Him rising again, you can. But it takes some work sometimes. And I know you say that you're a grace man, Wally. Um, there's a tension about work. To be holy like he's holy. There's a tension. It takes effort. Um, it takes reading the scripture. It takes muzzling your tongue. It takes um, so much. Okay, sorry. There's that little transition of getting rocks out of my shoes and uh, getting back in the car and seat belting up and all that. Um, Psalms 51. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion. Blot out my transgressions. Wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Against you and you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. So you are right in your verdict and justified when you judge. Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time of my mother conceived me. Yet you desired faithfulness even in the womb. You taught me wisdom in the secret place. Cleanse me with hyssop and I will be clean. Wash me and I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sin and blot out my iniquity. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Then I will teach transgressors your way so that sinners will turn back to you. Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God. You who are God, my Savior, and my tongue will sing of your righteousness. Open my lips, Lord, and my mouth will declare your praise. You do not delight in sacrifice, or I would bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. My sacrifices, O God, is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart you, God, will not despise. May it please you to prosper Zion, to build up the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will light in the sacrifices of the righteous, in the burnt offerings, and offer the whole. Then bulls will be offered on your altar. Um, I'm not going to teach it. I just think you should read it um, and study it for yourself. Um, there's a lot of things that stick out. Uh, I like it. Uh, I know it's coming from a person who failed. Um, yeah. I'm going to give you one more. I listened to this song this morning. Uh, mm, that's the wrong one. <laughs> That was Nirvana that I found. 
Um, I don't think that's the same come as you are. Um, here you go, uh, Crowder. Come out of sadness from wherever you've been. Come brokenhearted, let rescue begin. Come find your mercy. Oh, sinner, come kneel. Earth has no sorrow that heaven can't heal. Earth has no sorrow that heaven can't heal. So lay down your burdens, lay down your shame. All who are broken, lift up your face. Oh, wanderer, come home. You're not too far. So lay down your hurt, lay down your heart, come as you are. Um, and there's more, but I don't know. That part was good for me this morning. That's what kind of music I listen to on a day like today. Um, it's uh, piano-driven or acoustic-driven, simple and thoughtful. There's a tension, but you can't pay for it. You can't sacrifice to fix it. A broken and contrite heart, he will not reject. So that's what I have this morning. Um, I come out of sadness. Uh, I come as I am. And here's the thing, I think that he accepts me. I don't think he forgets. I think he him as far as the east is from the west. I think he does not hold it against me. My advocate has already paid for it. Uh, I've washed in his blood. Uh, that's why, it's another one of the reasons why Jesus is it. It's what separates Christianity. death for our sins, his resurrection, um, you know, come from wherever you are, you haven't gone too far, and, you know, I know there are people sitting in prison right now that have done terrible things, they haven't gone too far for God's love, and I know that makes you mad, and like, it makes me think of people who I there's a piece of me that hopes they get it <laughs> um, because they cheated people or robbed people or whatever but even those people that would be like Jonah you know saying that they don't deserve it they're terrible people um, but you have to want them to get it too to get the same kind of grace that you get you might say, well, their sin is worse. It's not. Uh, it may be heinous, and it may be breaking the law. Uh, they can be forgiven. And if God can forgive them, then so can I. Uh, I don't condone. I don't think we should condone things that people do wrong. Uh, and I'm not trying to condone what I've done wrong. I'm being honest. I'm telling you that I've confessed. And the turning away is the hard part because there's sometimes, and I think it leans towards most of the time, I like seeing it. And uh, there's that thing of, 
there used to be this TV show called Cheers, and uh, the part of the song that they would sing is, you want to go somewhere where everybody knows your name. And there's an element to bars, which I'm not a bar goer, I never have been, uh, but I've been a few times, and there's an acceptance that happens there that even doesn't happen at church. See, the part of the acceptance thing is because um, they're all in the same boat. And the reason why church should be the same is because we're all in the same boat. You know, we all struggle with sin. There's not no man outside of Jesus that didn't struggle. And he was tempted for 40 days and 40 nights in the desert by the devil directly and here's how he overcame he quoted the scripture when sin came knocking at my door I was weary and I didn't fight it with scripture and I gave in and those days are tough when you do that so today I'm broken. I hope I'm broken and contrived. Not really sure how to be contrived. Um, and, you know, hopefully you'll get to hear how I am tomorrow. You'll see what the, my response is to God today. Uh, you know, every day it's a new chance to live for Him. Um, I think rain is coming my way. I will be sad in the rain today. But that rain will also remind me that I get a new chance. And my new chance happens because of Him. So, that's what you get today. Uh, I'm headed to work early, so my clock is a little quicker. Um, I don't even know how many minutes. It doesn't matter to me how many minutes it is. It's all true. It's all 100% me. Um, if I said some songs, uh, it's because I want you to try to look for them. Charlie Peacock, uh, Psalms 51, uh, Keith Green, Creating Me a Clean Heart, uh, Come As You Are by Crowder. Uh, yeah, this is the end of the old, old, old podcast.